This episode is brought to you by Challengers Comics and Conversation. Go to challengerscomics.com and start the conversation now. Daniel's Law LLC in Georgia. Visit dlawllc.com. Kerberos Productions. The minds behind the games enter the pit and kaiju a go-go. Search for Kerberos, K-E-R-B-E-R-O-S, on Steam, or go to kerberos-productions.com to check out their growing catalog of titles. Hey there, conductors of the metaphysical, and welcome to the Crosser for the week of November 14th, 2016. Today on the program, we've got a lot of fun stuff for you. We're going to be talking a little bit about that uh, Bernie Wrightson illustrations that we saw go around the internet. We're also going to talk about extreme Ghostbusters. We're going to talk merchandise. We're going to talk about the Ghostbusters of British Columbia. Despite all of that pink slime, we got a lot of fun stuff coming up. Still playing with Toys.net presents the Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossroad, the biggest podcast since 1909. Stop great. News, interviews, and commentary on everything Ghostbusters. Are you the key? Here are your hosts, Troy Benjamin and Chris Stewart. Oh, we have fun. Woo! And uh, yeah, so I basically tapped into an idea I had. Uh, oh, God, it was beautiful. I found it last year. And- Wanted it so bad. And somebody else took it. I went <laughs> oh. hit Craig. Best trick in the book. Go to Craigslist, uh, the free. Go to for sale for you know for free. Oh yeah, yeah. And it's amazing the stuff you find there. Um, and sure enough, I, it was ended up it wasn't free. The one last year was free, and that was yeah. insane. Was it was one of those. It was one of those seventy style boardrooms that you know it had the wood, uh, but. You know, if you measured from the edge, so it was a weird kind of. Um, it wasn't rectangular. It actually kind of rounded outwards as it you reach the middle and then back in again. You know what I mean? Like yeah. And then um, if you measure about four inches in, it was inset with that faux plastic leather stuff, which is fantastic for gaming and stuff like that. Like yeah. But uh, somebody nabbed it. And yeah, like, it didn't come to pass. Yeah. I was like, I didn't know how I was going to get in there anyways, or where we put it, or bah. But anyways, so wait, this so you found something on the free now, though, that you're yeah, using? Yeah, yesterday, yesterday, they literally listed it. Uh, it's an, uh, so it's about uh, five and a half, five feet uh, long oak. Not solid Ooh. oak, but it's got the oak uh, sheeting. All right. Uh, uh, you know what I mean? So it, yeah, so it's, it's not it's, like the MDF uh, heavy, IKEA furniture. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's it's heavy. Oh my god! So it's pretty <laughs> damn solid for working on. And um, nice, nice. Uh, yeah, big enough. Like, cause it's technically a small boardroom table. That I mean, Marie and I could be working on it at the same time and still have room to spare. So. Oh my god! Yeah, and and if you like, you say if you've got uh, people over to play board games, they've got tons of space you can sprawl it's out. Perfect, and... exactly. Oh man, that's um, great. That's awesome. And uh, it because well, I, I spent sixty bucks to get it, um, which is dirt cheap for what well, it is. Yeah, for a big piece of furniture like that, like sixty bucks, that's nothing. Yeah, so I think I'll zip, I'll pull out the um, the old drill with the the doorknob, um, the hole cutter. You know what I mean? The, there's that u- one utility right, one that right. puts the, holes in the circular bit or whatever it's called. Yeah, I, that I, I one. Don't know. I failed wood shop. So I think I'm gonna uh, at the end. I'll uh, I'll hit the Home Depot and get the uh, you can get plastic plugs like cover things to put on in holes that size so i'm gonna pop a couple of holes at the end for running cords through so the thing uh, can literally sit flush the end can sit flush to the wall it's a great idea and uh it's got uh two it's not four legs it's got two solid piece uh legs uh meaning that up against the, the side that goes up against the wall it's got you know the leg nearby great place for hiding you know cabling or a uh, uh power bar or something right so yeah oh man that sounds that totally ideal like all I these know. things are falling into place it sounds great yeah well then the question becomes you know shelving on the other side of the room for all my all the books and, and the dvds and collectibles and, and yeah bones yeah, for we'll, dogs we'll come together keep keep uh, watching that 
Craigslist and you know yeah, maybe exactly. something also yeah get a great bookshelf for nothing or you know yeah you find the weirdest things the Canadian government actually has an auction site and I go in there sometimes and I really again I, I, it was one of those times it's it was in the interior and I was like there's no way I can get it wow. out of there but yeah. it was uh, old style teachers teachers desks again the solid wood kind you know what I mean with the <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You need five people to move there. Uh, yeah, I mean uh, they're not going too far after that sort of thing, but you just that's that's all I want, right? Like I'm kind of I'm I'm over IKEA workspaces. I'm sure, like, mm, yeah. I want you know I want a Colonel Potter desk sort of thing. Oh. <laughs> um, and lots of other things like machinery, right? Like it's just sort of like here, do you want an industrial grade, uh, you know, like drill press? I'm like, how much? And they're like, I don't know what what. what Change you in your pocket. I've yeah. got a, I got a buck fifty. They're like, come and get it. I'm like, oh, <laughs> you're in a different province. That's no good. <laughs> no. And I don't have a truck and uh well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well. But that's so, cool. One man. step that's, at a time. Yeah, that's that's uh I feel like that's the best part of so you, you do all the moving and that sucks, and then you know, yeah. you get to start putting stuff together and furnishing it and slowly build the space. Yeah, no, that's cool. That, that sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, well, good. All right. Well, I'm telling you, take pictures, put them up on the internet so we can see it. Cause that, <laughs> I want, I, I want to see the prog. This is like the property brothers. Uh, sure. episode. like I want to see how you remodel the space. Well, to, the main trick tomorrow is I managed to, the people I picked it up from, uh, it was, the office was, it was some sort of event planning thing. And there was two women in the office. They listed it yesterday morning and I spotted it in the afternoon and I still got it. And they're like, yes. And I'm like, I'm coming for it. So the three of us pulled this thing apart. That was the great part is the legs actually are held on with these well, heavy good. wood screws that zapped out. Yeah. Just take it apart. And Yeah. At an angle, I was able to jam it into the back of my, uh, what do they call them? Not the SUVs, the uh, hatchback Cross, or something or crossovers whatever they crossover i don't know yeah you know r&b hits on <laughs> top 40 radio i don't know but uh i managed it's like get it most of the way in and then that got too wide and it went crunk and i'm like uh, what no no it's fine i'm like that's that's actually almost better because then i have to worry less about it sliding out you know what i, I mean? guess like that's true you, yeah it's just jammed give it a in good, there if you can give it a good wedge it's not jostling around too much and i came prepared with a bunch of um simple uh uh nylon straps not not the with the ratchet kind sure the, sure yeah the less expensive yeah, like little the bungee cords teeth. or whatever yeah. yeah a couple bunch of cords a couple of straps held it in fine got it home uh it took three of us to put that damn thing in the back and then i got to my house and i'm like how the hell am i getting oh, this out? No. what am i doing with it it worked out okay but again i'm glad it's just a 60 dollar thing i picked <laughs> up because the edging and all that took a little bit of a bang here and there which is up. fine because yeah. it was it was banged up when i bought it that's kind of why they're getting rid of it it's old and i'm like yeah perfect sure. once it's character. in place i'm putting the drop cloths down i'm getting the little sander i'm going to give it a quick it's also that thing where you you've seen wood products like tables uh where the thin um uh sealant or you know, shellac or whatever has started to slowly dry and wear over time. So you can actually feel the cracks in the grain. Do you know what I mean? Oh yeah. Yeah. It's just getting old, right? That's why they got rid of it sort of thing. So I'm like, perfect. Cause again, it's beaten up. It's got character now. So that's, that's all I see it as is character. I'm going to give it a quick, uh, sand and then I'm going to seal that whole top up. So it's nice and smooth and rigid again. And yeah, it's drill the holes you need and yeah, it'll be good to go. Awesome. Oh yeah. Awesome. All right. Sand well, that's, down the weird bits in the end. It's a good project, man. That's a yeah. good project. Welcome to do it yourself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Chris this old Troy. house podcast, uh, bringing back <laughs> Mr. Bob Vila. Where are you now, I, buddy? I we swear to God, I've been to home Depot six times in the last four days. It's just, ugh. and you're not building a prop uh, proton pack from scratch. That's the, that's the funny thing. You're actually, you're, you're utilizing home Depot the way it was intended. Exactly. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I've actually turned in that commercial guy with his smartphone showing the picture to the associate. Yeah. No, it Except, says it's an aisle eight H. Where is that? Where's eight H? Well, no, in the, in the commercial, it's always got the happy music, home Depot, getting what you need at home Depot or whatever. <laughs> and the guy's like, I need this. And the guy's like, it's over there. That's I'll help you find it. it works. All. Come on. And I'm sitting there going, what is this plastic thing holding the seat <laughs> on the toilet? 
Just help me. I'm pretty sure that's other people's dried pee. I'm trying not to think about it. And I don't know what that is. The internet says it's supposed to be some sort of steel nut. It's not. It's some sort of plastic thing, and it's all rusted. Again, somebody else's pee. Just help me tell me how to get it off. Oh, no. (laughs) And some, you know, poor high school kid at Home Depot is like, sir, I don't know. Uh, I wish I knew. I don't know, sir. Uh, uh so. yeah well uh yeah hey welcome to uh home ownership do, do yourself uh home depot <laughs> hour that's that's right welcome to it's your problem now jerk yeah, exactly oh, i mean given no. given everything that's going on right now i would much rather be talking about home depot and even if it's other people's like cr- <laughs> crusted old pee that we're discussing fine man let's talk about that like i'm, well, I'm it, all yeah. I'm all for that I'm kind of into it because two weeks ago it was landlords fix and they're like, we'll get a guy in in three days. I'm yeah. like, now it's like, hmm, uh, jigsaw for metal it is. <laughs> Just cut it off. Yeah, we don't need it anymore. Fix the old right. post. <laughs> <laughs> How much are new toilets? 150? Done. Let's just pull this bastard out. Yeah. <laughs> Clunk. Then you get to destroy a toilet with a sledgehammer. That sounds like a lot of fun. Oh yeah, yeah. A little demo, a little bit of porcelain demo, and I'm not talking about. <laughs> nah, never mind. Well, we won't. We won't go that far with it. Uh, yeah, but um, well, all right. Let's uh, let's jump into it. I do. So I, I mean, it's, I think we should address what's going on. We're not going to talk politics. We, I don't want to talk politics on this podcast because the, the 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 stuff that's going on down here the the What's anger that's being being thrown at each other i mean maybe you you in canada you're sheltered from it and god bless not, you sir we're not sheltered from it and let me actually i can <laughs> i can summar, summarize my feelings about it very succinctly uh i did not think anything could make me feel good about the last two years of vitriol and, uh, and, uh, nastiness Uh, and the universe rose up to the challenge and I feel good about Ghostbusters 2016 now. Um, the last two years were a dawdle. So, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, look, again, we're, we're not a political podcast. We're not going to talk about it, but I do know that a lot of people that are out there listening, you probably find yourselves on, on other sides of an argument, opposite sides. You don't agree with somebody about something. And, you know, just, I, I, I want to remind everybody listening, just be kind to each other. Just remember that we all have different views and, you know, we all see things differently. And that's kind of the beauty of, of what, what we are as humans. We can converse about yeah. it. We can disagree. We can, um, we can have discourse and, you know, just, just remember to respect everybody's opinions. And, you know, especially if you're listening to this podcast, there is a very good chance. There is one thing that unites everybody that is listening to this. Uh, you all have a love for Ghostbusters and, you know, just kind of keep that in mind moving forward. You have that common ground. And we're glad to be that common ground for you guys. And that's, that's all, that's all I really want to say about it. Um, I know it's, it's getting, it's getting a little like Ghostbusters two is becoming a documentary. I, I feel it in the air. I know that the, the pink ooze is rising through the streets and everybody's angry at each other, but it's just, you know, take a few deep breaths, uh, walk away from your computers. Let, let Chris and I soothe you with our silky <laughs> pipes here on the cross rip. Uh, my nasal silky pipes it's nasally but it's the canadian accent man everybody always calls out the canadian accent nobody's like oh troy your accent is so cool and they're like, no it's, it's i don't have an access, accent you have an accent this is true to well to you but again look differing perspectives <laughs> differing points of view that's that's what's beautiful about stuff so um you know guys we're we're not gonna dwell on it um we're gonna get into some ghostbusters chat it's actually a very light week uh given everything that's going on but there are a few cool discussion topics that we're gonna get into so uh it's kind of like a news slash listening to chris and i catch up on some stuff hour that's coming up here so let's do it let's just get let's move on moving forward we're gonna do this here we go hey guys peter i have some news from the world of ghosts now well here's your next month's cover of gq Okay, so Chris, last week it was really funny. We we pushed stop on our record session. We usually you and I talk a little bit after we finish recording just to kind of decompress and and uh, you know call it a night. And uh, in the middle of that, we both said, "Oh my God, we forgot to talk about this thing that just popped up." And 
And the bummer about it is that now it's a little, it's not timely anymore because it was related to a Kickstarter that is now finished by the time that you listen to this. But uh, so ap- apologies for that. But um, it really made the rounds on the internet. Uh, Ilius, uh, Illy, <laughs> Illustrator, it's going to be a long night, man. Illustrator Bernie Wrightson uh, may not be a familiar name to some of you, but he was a concept illustrator on the original Ghostbusters film. Um, a video made the rounds on Slash Film, Collider, all of the sort of usual news, uh, movie news blogs, um, with some great concept art from the first original Ghostbusters film. And it was all related to this Kickstarter that he had going called uh, Cycle of the Werewolf, which I'm not familiar with. It's a Stephen King novel or a Stephen King mm. short story. I'm not entirely sure. I should have looked into it more. but Yeah, um, I'm not sure myself. Yeah, some, something that Bernie had done some great illustrations for, and it was a Kickstarter as this fine art book uh, related to Stephen King's Cycle of the Werewolf. And so one of the extras was this video of Bernie talking about the work he did for Ghostbusters. And among that, there were a few illustrations that we've seen in uh, making Ghostbusters, and uh, I think a few have popped up in in the Visual History Guide. Um, but a, a few new ones in there. But what was also new was the headline that seemed to follow this story that the Ghostbusters were originally going to go to hell. And it was an unseen alternate ending of the movie that, you know, they were going to go into this different. Hold on. Wait a minute, guys, with the headlines and stuff. And that's it's just it's the temple doors. It was they were exploring what that temple was going to open up and you were going to see on the other side, you know? Uh, And there was the thought early on too, that they might actually cross through the doors a little bit to encounter Gozer and fight and all that. Yeah. I think that was, it was related to, if I remember correctly, in one of the original drafts of the script, didn't, didn't Gozer take two forms. There was like the, like Gozer popped out as like the businessman in the suit that was going to be Paul Rubens. And then he turned into the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. And then he turned into like this giant like gargoyle creature or some sort of like demon-like being, right? Yeah, there was some odd ones. Like there was a real dark one where it was like a flaming giant skeleton coming out of the Hudson River and stuff like that. Like just really bizarre stuff. Also one of Bernie's illustrations, that that flaming skeleton, yeah. I mean, if anybody kind of hasn't seen this stuff before, I'm pretty sure there's a couple of solid pieces in the – possibly some of these unseen uh, prints as well <laughs> right. in the, um, the, the visual, the ultimate visual yeah. guide. And Daniel um, Wallace's guide. Yeah. That Dan Wallace put out. Uh, but if, if you're kind of like, I don't know what kind of art did you do? Uh, take a close look at the, the, the zombie cab driver that, you know, even though it is a, a 3d puppet animatronic thing, that is almost exactly what Bernie writes in. Yeah his concept art was he did concept art for the, the zombie cabbie and they just basically recreated it. It's spot on, which is kind of why it weirdly stands out from everything else. Everything (laughs) else is these weird water tank ghosts and all that. And then there's this zombie cab driver and it is, yeah, it is 100% Bernie Wrightson. He does. He has that very macabre, um, like there, there's the one it's, I think you've seen it. It sort of looks like a, like a, a camera shutter iris. Uh, and I think it's supposed to be Dana that's sort of walking up toward it, you know, and it's this giant, it looks like the Stargate, you know, if, if they were yeah. doing concept art for the Stargate. Is um, that the one with the, the giant women kind of draped around it? Is that, yeah, is that yeah, the, yeah. That's sort of the, the Renaissance like f- statue thing sort of surrounding yeah. it. Yeah. Um, I mean, just really cool stuff. And again, that's the the idea of of what these concept illustrators do is just visualizing anything and everything, a different variety of things. Maybe this is a little art deco. Maybe this is a little gothic. Maybe this is, you know, trying to explore things for the director to start talking about and visualizing. Um, And I I think and I wonder if that's why Bernie misremembers a little bit, because when you watch the video, he he tries to fill in details, but again, we're so far removed from when this would have been done in 1983, 82, you know, that, um, he's probably remembering, wow, what if it's, what if it's this? Or, or maybe Ivan Reitman gave him directions to be like, I want to see the gates of hell. You know, that to me, I want to think that door opens up and I want to see the gates of hell. And that's what he's trying to remember. Um, so it's, it's again, a little bit of distance on the story, I think, and a little bit of, 
headlines uh needing to be a little more salacious uh but uh, very very yeah. cool and um I, I again i apologize if because i know a lot of our listeners probably would have really dug this book so I, i'm sorry the kickstarter is finished uh but the art book you can go to the Kickstarter. You might be able to purchase the art book still. Um, the video with all of the Ghostbusters materials is an extra for the book, so it's not even a Ghostbusters themed publication. It's it's very. I mean, it's it's Bernie's art, and um, you know he is related to Ghostbusters, but uh, you know that's that's about as far as it goes. So uh, at any rate, it it did make the internet rounds. I know it was something that we neglected to, to talk about last week, and it was one of those that we thought, oh, we'll talk about it at the top of next week's show and now it's just it's not timely <laughs> so that's the the magic of podcasting sorry guys but what we can do is we can we can give you the heads up that this coming weekend Kristen wig will be on saturday night live again see look timely we can be timely we can figure this out we can we can play with the timey-wimey wibbly-wobbly stuff and get it all put together uh maybe I don't know. But anyway, so Kristen Wiig is returning to Saturday Night, Saturday Night Live. Uh, this is the second time that she is hosting since she left the cast, um, which is crazy. Uh, she left the cast in 2012. Yeah, 2012. So, God, uh, it doesn't really feel like it's been that long, but it has been. That four years cruised past. Yeah, but, time, uh, time's moving real fast lately. So. Yeah, it really is. So, um, so yeah, I mean... Good to see Kristen Wiig on the show. Uh, you know, you'll recall that she was actually one of the performers that we mentioned when Kate McKinnon was nominated and won her Emmy. Uh, that, you know, Kate McKinnon had been nominated four times, never won. Kate McKinnon did. Um, so that's that's going to be a lot of fun. I would imagine they will reference Ghostbusters. They're my guess, I I think it's a strong bet. Maybe even just a joke or two. Something in there is going to be mentioned. So stay tuned to that. Uh, did you watch the Benedict Cumberbatch episode, Chris? With I did the, not. That no. Bill Murray popped up on? Oh, it was... That I did see after the fact. Oh, you did? Uh, okay, you saw that clip. These days, you don't even have to tune in for an SNL. It'll kind of... The good bits will show up online sure, the following yeah. day. So. I mean, it's it's tailor-made for internet content now. Like, all of those... Uh, like, the sketches can just be modularly pulled out of the episode and put up online, and you can, yeah. you can watch the ones you need to watch, and you'll be done with the rest, but... Yeah, well, David S. Pumpkins had... Made David for the internet, written all over yep, it. Absolutely. But uh so yeah, Bill Bill <laughs> showed up on Saturday night Saturday Night Live last weekend. Well, again, timey wimey wibbly wobbly. It was two weekends ago because this past weekend was the Dave Chappelle one as you listen to this. Guys, it's it's too hard. I have a chart here. It's like a dry erase board and it's beautiful mind stuff trying to keep up with the time here. But uh <laughs> yeah, I know I knew Dave Chappelle was on because uh uh Leslie Jones was tweeting that she stole his uh, lighter. <laughs> <laughs> she stole his lighter. Yeah, that's so funny. Like the Chappelle show lighter from uh, the heyday of the show. Yeah, exactly. Um, but so yeah, so I mean, Bill Bill popped up. It was just a really quick cameo appearance on the weekend update segment where he and the Chicago Cubs uh, sang "Go Cubs Go." Um, you actually, if if you listen to the Yes Have Some podcast, they played it at the end of two weeks ago's episode. Um, but a uh, very funny moment. But what you probably didn't see in the clip, Chris, was in the closing, you know, and they say their goodbyes and the credits start to roll and everybody celebrates and hugs and they chat up on the stage. Uh, Bill Murray makes a beeline straight to Kate McKinnon. And of course, he's still wearing his like straw hat and his Cubs gear and just grabs Kate McKinnon and gives her this giant bear hug, uh, you know, and it, it was just, it, it really struck me. It stood out to me and, uh, he does, he shook a couple of people's hands on his way over there, but it was sort of that, like, I'm going straight to Kate McKinnon. I'm giving her a hug. Uh, so obviously a, a good bond was made there between the two of them. Uh, I, I dug it. There's a good, uh, photo or two up on the Twitter. If you uh, haven't seen it, go, uh, go to the Ghostbusters yeah. HQ photo, uh, that's there. But I just, think even everybody likes to call the Holtzman character, like, she gone and stuff like that. She but gone. To be honest, yeah. Kate McKinnon as an improv actress is actually way more Bill Murray. Like yes, yeah. Every single take is something new, totally off the script. I can I can see why he would he would actually you know kind of be drawn to her out of the entire you know the new the new uh, lineup. Yeah, I, I get that feeling. And especially, you know, last week we played that that clip from Ivan Reitman where he talked about Bill Murray coming in and essentially writing 
the meatball script uh, from scratch right there on the set before the cameras rolled, uh, you know, that he looked at it. He was like, eh, it's not funny. I can do better. And then he went out there and he hit every beat. And especially when you watch the Ghostbusters answer the call extras, Kate McKinnon does the exact same thing. Like there were probably great words on the page there from, from Paul Feigen and uh, Katie Dippold, but she just, just crafted it so much better and turned it into her own thing. And, and yeah, I think, I think they're kindred spirits, the two of them. So, uh, very, very cool, very heartwarming to see. And of course, Bill, we talked about it quite a bit last week. He's a happy dude right now. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't know about this exact <laughs> moment if he's a happy dude, but at that point in time, he was, he was a pretty happy dude. So yeah, he'll be riding the, the cubbies high there for yeah. some time. I'm oh sure. yeah, absolutely. And, uh, and, and always good to see Bill pop up on Saturday night live. Cause it is pretty few and far between now. So, you know, seeing, seeing him, especially as the, the studio band starts to play those opening uh, strums to the end credit song. And he just like, you know, j- fist pumps and gets into it. it. You know, it was really cool to see really dug it. Um, but uh, so yeah, that, that's, that's all the Saturday night live news. Uh, what else should we talk? About? Oh, yeah, we should talk about uh, the ghostbusters of BC. There's, there's something pretty cool happening this weekend uh, as we're recording this, which again, we go to the dry erase board. Yep, that was uh, yesterday for all of you guys as you're listening to it. But uh, but yeah, this weekend the Ghostbusters of BC are uh, doing a little bit of charity work. Um, is it related to the Fan Expo, Chris? I'm I'm a little confused. It's, it's- yeah, it's it's in the Fan Expo. Um, it's been a long break between the last Vancouver Fan Expo and now because they normally held it the first three years they held it in April and then discovered they were just getting the heck kicked out of them left, right, and center by uh, other nearby cons. Like Mm. uh, Calgary Comic Expo was uh, at least in one year the weekend after, and Emerald City Comic Con was the weekend before. Jeez, that's rough. Yeah, just stacking Um, them back to back like that. Yeah. So after last time, they said, we're moving it to November, meaning it wasn't going to be a year. It was going to be almost a year and three quarters before... uh, Wow. A year and a half, I guess, uh, give or take, before the next one. So it's been a long lull. Um, and yeah, they, they well, they're, they're back at it. We'll see how it goes. They've It's been an interesting uh, rocky rise for them. Uh, it seems like a good market, though. I mean, like the Vancouver seems like a huge Comic-Con market to me. I don't. Is it not? Is it not popular? What? How is it? What ends up being rocky about it? Um. Just the organization? Well, yeah, so it's a little organizationally... Uh, uh, oh. Like the last year was very... Um, boy. Um, very merchant, like uh, merchant heavy. Uh, mm. And I, I, I don't know how to describe it. Like, I don't go to a lot of cons, but having been to the Calgary uh, Comic Expo there in April uh, with the, some of the guys from the Ghostbusters British Columbia... Having dropped in on Emerald City, it just seems like they they just haven't found their stride yet. Like it's hmm. big. Don't get me wrong. The company that organizes Fan Expo, especially like Fan Expo uh, out well, typical Ontario, uh, <laughs> their Fan Expo is the Fan Expo. Uh, we're Fan Expo Vancouver. Ah, okay. Ugh, can't even call second it, you know, fiddle. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, it's just, I don't know. My, if I had to guess, it's kind of, they don't really have people on the ground here quite the same way. Like the company is based out in Toronto. So fan expo, mm. it's, everybody's there, everybody's making things happen. And here it's a little, you know, kind of remote and then falls into place at the last second and things like, uh, I mean, this town, like <laughs> it's, there's certain shows where the stars should have been all over it, like the 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 Green Arrow cast, the uh, uh, the Flash cast. Yeah, you know, I mean all the DC shows. Legends come all there, the DC right? shows. Yeah. When yeah, now Supergirl, all this stuff is like, why are these people and and beyond? Right, like when they first started, uh, Almost Human was being shot here. Uh, what was that other one about the future cop that gets zapped back in time? Uh, I can't remember what that was called. I don't know, Anyways. but I loved Almost Human. I wish that show kept going. Anyway, that's a tangent. Yeah. 
Yeah. They lots of stuff going on here and it was just kind of a head scratcher for all of us to like why are none of these people here like it's just mm. <laughs> like it's like what day do you have off from shooting we're gonna throw <laughs> a pile of money at you and it's 30 minutes away from where you live right yeah. like it just should be a should be a no-brainer and uh i don't know Hmm. I, don't know what it, I don't know what it is, but didn't really come together. Well, but at any rate, so but you guys are doing some cool fundraising stuff for uh, yeah. a children's hospital up there. Um, let's we'll talk about it in the past tense because it uh, it would have happened in <laughs> sure. past tense, but it's actually in future now. So what what's going on uh, that you guys are doing to raise money for for this children's hospital? Uh, it's the usual thing that we've done in the past. Uh, there's a booth. Uh, we have a containment unit. Uh, people donate some money, get to wear a proton pack, get their picture taken, you know, by, you know, with the paraphernalia and the uh, accoutrement and... uh, The photo booth? The photo booth is a thing again? No. Je ne sais quoi. Uh, No, that's... uh, That That was only Calgary? in Calgary. Uh, Okay. We're heading in the direction where we'd like to uh, see if we can get that off the, the gentleman that's developing it and see if we can bring it out here, but not this year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... Too busy, too much going on. We'll figure it out for another year. But am uh, I, yeah, we've. Huh? Well, am I totally misremembering? Do you guys do something that's like a, a guess the amount of something in a jar as well? Uh, they totally did that in. That they, well, no that 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 game doesn't uh, exist. Well, no, but uh, I, yeah, but at, <laughs> at your booth, or was that something that happened at Dragon Con? It Maybe at Dragon Con. Together. It was Dragon Con. Okay. Yeah, we did the. Uh, uh, Calgary, the guys did a, you know, guess the number of pfefferments. Um, and, uh, yeah, no, not really. Just here, donate. Yeah, just donate. <laughs> Wear a time pack. Look, be cool. <laughs> be Give cool. us money, look cool. Yeah, that's, and, and for a good cause, as it usually is, uh, BC Children's Hospital, so. Yeah. we've um, done a number of different things for them over the years, and, uh, always a good place to put your money, helping yeah, out the exactly. sick kids, so. So uh, good, good on, good on the Ghostbusters of BC, uh, and and I'd like to encourage you guys out there as well. I know I ha- we have a couple of franchises that are really good about telling us when you guys are making appearances or when you're doing fundraisers and you need a, a, an extra little signal boost. So um, please, please, please do not forget if you have something coming up, just uh, give Chris or I a little bit of a heads up, and we'll try to boost the signal, put it on the podcast, put it on our websites. You know, we want to help you guys out on that front. So. Um, you know, this, this one, and, and again, a testament to what ghost core is doing. This is one that I actually saw on ghost core's Facebook page. So, you know, they're, they're doing what they can to help uh, signal boost as well. So very, very cool stuff. Please, please, please reach out to us, voicemail, email, Twitter, so many ways to get in touch with us. Uh, just say, Hey, fundraiser, Atlanta go. And that's all we need. Hi, this is Matt Cromsell of Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. And I am a participant in the biggest interdimensional cross rips since 1909. You are a most fortunate individual. Hi, this is Alexis Manwaring, and I'm a participant in the biggest interdimensional cross rips since 1909. Boy, the superintendent's gonna be pissed. Hi, this is Wes Tice, and I'm a participant in the biggest interdimensional cross rips since 1909. Hey, here's something that's really interesting, Chris, and uh, I don't, I mean, it's because, so what we, let me pull the curtain back a little bit and Spit tell you guys. Spit it out. Stop dancing around it, Troy. What do you got to say? Well, so we, we map out the episodes as far in advance as we possibly can, um, just so that we have an idea of what we're recording or when we're scheduling interviews or yeah. just, just to kind of produce the show out. And, uh, and, and the last few weeks we've been mapping out next year and we're starting to get into uh, you know, the 2017 lineup. What are we going to do next year? And I realized, oh my God, it's the 20th anniversary of Extreme Ghostbusters. And A, I blacked out and passed out because I can't believe it's been 20 years since Extreme Ghostbusters came out. Uh, and then as soon as I came to and, you know, dusted myself off and, and splashed some water in my face, I was like, whoa, we should do something. We should do something for the Extreme Ghostbusters 20th anniversary because the, the real Ghostbusters anniversary kind of crept up on us and... I, it was a blur. I was like, oh my god, it's the anniversary. What? Oh, hey, everybody's celebrating it. Too late, bye. Um, <laughs> so I want to I want to do this one in advance, so I thought maybe you and I could, on the air, let's just show everybody how the sausage is made here. Let's talk about what we want to do for Extreme Ghostbusters on the 30th anniversary. I feel like 
we can get some guests on. We can probably do some interviews that, that might be fun, but what else would be like a good retrospective of this show? Should we do some like episode analysis, kind of do like some cyclotrons? What, how, how should we celebrate this show? Cause it's been a while and not a lot of people talk about it. Yeah. I don't know. Um, definitely maybe some sort of, uh, like a top five episodes discussion at least. Yeah. That would be good. Like a top five. Like if you, if you have to, if you have to, Tip your toe in to see if you like it or not. What are the, you know, the good five or so? Because there's and only there are, forty. There's, there's only yeah. There's thirty something. Right? Forty-one. Forty-one. I, I, for some reason, I think it's forty-one, forty-two. But I may be okay. wrong. But I, I feel like yeah, that's that's there are quite a few good episodes actually. I mean, the writing on that show is insane. It was stellar and dealt with some pretty heavy issues too. So and uh, darker. Um, like oh, they, yeah. they had a, a tone dialed in, in their style guide in the writing Bible and all that, that real Ghostbusters didn't quite have like real Ghostbusters, depending on whether Straczynski was in or whatever, kind of washed back and forth between, you know, darker or more kid friendly, you know, yeah. that's yeah. before they even got to Slimer and the real Ghostbusters where it kind of <laughs> went off the deep end kid friendly wise. Yeah, then it became very syrupy. But uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, Ghost Apocalyptic Future, that one stands out to me. And then the episode, I think it was just called The Gollum, right? The the Gollum yeah. episode with the kids <laughs> vandalizing the synagogue. Because that's what, you know, the the end of the Saturday morning cartoon era needs is uh, <laughs> fighting anti-Semitism. Fight. That's what... Uh, but it worked. I mean, it was just, it was yeah. such a great show. Um, so that, well, that's a Gollum good idea. Is, Gollum's a good monster, right? Like, that's the other thing is, I think... There was a lot more grounding in, even if just inspired by, if not directly yeah. uh, touching on real folklore. Uh, so the yeah, Grendel, the Gollum, Grendel returned. That was a, that's you know that's definitely a good one. Um, the Gollum. What else? There's a leprechaun in there. There's uh, a leprechaun in there. Uh, the Men in Black show up at one point. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I don't know. It, it always kind of got a short shrift, and I was never, never quite sure why. Because I hmm. kind of like, like I we've discussed this before. If I had to pick, I kind of enjoy Extreme Ghostbusters more than I enjoy as a as a whole. Like there's a, a particular episodes of the the real Ghostbusters that I just love the hell out of. Sure, if, sure. If I if you're like pick a series, which one do you like more? I'm like as a whole, I kind of prefer Extreme Ghostbusters. Yeah. So. That's a good point. Well, so yeah, I think that's that's a good idea. Like, top let's five. do top five. Yeah. I feel like well, it would be really good. I, I mean, we've all heard from the voice actors, and I love uh, Tara Strong and yeah. uh, Jason Marsden and those guys. But I think we should get some of the the writers or the showrunners or some of the people behind the scenes because that's absolutely without having a proper DVD release uh, for this show, we've never gotten really behind the scenes and talking about that darker tone and dealing with these heavier issues and. Um, I feel like that's that would be a lot of fun. So maybe we can get some of those folks on. Maybe Phil Barlow, who is the character designer uh, exactly. on the show. I was just thinking he'd be a good one. Actually, because he straddled both shows, it'd be great to kind of talk to him a bit. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. So sort of uh, blending the styles together a little bit. Uh, yeah. yeah that, would be, that would be a lot of fun to talk about. So, um, yeah, I, I feel like... What else is the The music? The music was fantastic. I think that's Jim Latham, right? Yeah. Uh, who did the music? Um, yeah. The opening uh, theme, the way they read. Again, if you're going to, re- you have to redo it every time now because because um, of the whole uh, Certain uh, legal issues. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then the end one, the end themes, just spooky. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that would, let's get Jim Latham on the. This is That's I'm a good mapping one. this out. We're just going to do like the behind the scenes of Extreme Ghostbusters <laughs> all next year. So I would bet ready. dollars to donuts that being that it's the twentieth, uh, there's a good chance maybe that you know the good uh, the good uh, Blu-ray or DVD set will finally finally oh, drop man, for us. Here's hoping. I mean, at least. I mean, do if something... you're going to do it, what? Yeah, what year? What better year than the year after? The year the new show is. No, when's the new show? Next the new show's year or next year? No, I'm sorry, it's 2018. 2018. Yeah, 2018. So you kind of well again that just same argument, slightly different angle. So the wake of you know the resurgence 
due to you know the release of the movie this year. Uh, Want to keep the fire stoked next year? Hey, you know why not uh, get Extreme Ghostbusters out there a bit? Yeah, um, prime people a bit heading into um, into the new show in 2018. So. Or even I think, even just I think do a we, digital release at this point. I know that I'm I'm the one just banging the drum for that. Like just put it out there so we can get the clean <laughs> copies on digital. Something. Yeah, basically. I mean, theoretically, it can't be that hard. I mean, they've got really good HD copies, or not HD. But I think they're probably at a real clean 720. 720p is what's out there on uh, Hulu or whatever. Yeah, I think that was it. Was like the UK streaming service that had that. St- 720p that was almost 16 by 9 and yeah. kind of HD. Yeah. Kind of almost, but again, you know, looking at it on an iPad will probably look well. Let's put it this way. We got nothing. So it'll automatic except for some old VHS tapes, meaning <laughs> anything will automatically look better. Yep. VHS tapes and uh digitized versions from Toon Disney when it re-aired. Uh, yeah, so it's got exactly. that Toon Disney logo in the corner that just drives me bonkers, but <laughs> <laughs> and those awful uh, network fade in, fade out uh, commercials. Yeah, yeah. See, that's we need the clean mat. Give, give us the clean masters clean, and all of clean. their pristine glory. And it was made in '97. You guys were keeping stuff, good track there's, of stuff. Yeah, then there's, there's no excuse. Digi betas around at least. Come that's on, crazy. guys. So it's not like uh, uh, real Ghostbusters where they had to root around in people's you know, trunk of people's cars or <laughs> attics and all that, trying to find the best copy they could and still ended up with a couple of super VHS copies that you can still see the end of the television commercial on there. So, but at least, but again, they were striving to make it as complete as possible. So I can't fault them for that. Uh, even, even if they could not find masters of the show, which is actually really sad, you know, like, all these great animated shows that they would uh, animate at the Warner Brothers facility here in Burbank, and then as soon as they were finished, they would just dump all those cells into a garbage can. Like, ah, oh, jeez. Yeah. That's so sad. Anyway, uh, so let's talk about merch stuff. Let's talk about happy stuff. Merch merch is always something merch, that makes merch, me happy, merch, makes merch. you happy. And especially because... Uh, Sorry, I got to do it again. News on the merch. <laughs> I like just like it saying works. it. We're just going to have you cut a segment that's you doing the news and the merch thing. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But uh, so Naoki, our our good friend with the Ghostbusters of Japan, uh, just keeps taunting all of the cool stuff that Japan is getting. Uh, And he he called them prize items. I'm wondering if that means because you can get them at, uh, you know, like a ticket redemption uh, arcades or, you know, that, that kind of thing. Somebody mentioned it to me. They were reading some of the Japanese um, uh, for it, and that's what it sounded like: was uh, either fun fairs or you know ticket redemption or you name it. They're yeah. uh, similar to the plush uh, Ghostbusters that ended up in the claw machines, and a few right. people reported right. they saw them at fairs and stuff like that. And nothing so, says prize from a fair like a tissue box holder. Hey, <laughs> honey. We're out on a date, and I'm trying to impress you. Here is a tissue I box know. holder. It's just so embarrassing because we're just just when you're like, you know what, you win. Your yours is the best, and they're like, oh, but we brought more. No, oh, okay, fine. Okay, fine. But uh, and and the funny thing is, so I'm I'm saying this as if it's farcical, and but I actually I want them. Um, so, so they have their two, they look like the pillow, um, pets, you know, so they're sort of flattened plushy versions of the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man and the Ectomobile. And at first I thought they were pillows because that's what they look like. They look like the, I think it was Think Geek or somebody had the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man pillow, which is sitting right behind me. Funny enough. Um, um last place I saw him and that's, I saw the, I thought it was the exact same thing when I first saw it. Spencer's? Was that, uh, well, not Spencer's. What's the uh, oh, God? The one that's stuck in my head now is Forever Twenty One. But what's the other one that H and M? The Hot Topics. Hot Topics. Hot Topic. Hot there Topic. There we go. They, yes, exactly. Because they had the blankets and stuff. That's right. It was Hot Topic. Yeah. I would be better remember it if if I wasn't you know a middle aged man. You know, if I was <laughs> a 15-year-old girl, perhaps I would remember these names better, but uh, yeah. You don't no, hang hot out topic. at Hot Topic? I do all the time. Actually, I Hot went, Topic I, down here sells vinyl now. It's weird. Like, it's, it's turned weird. into the record store. We have one here. I went in and I spent 35 bucks 
on a very thin t-shirt of the spray paint Ghostbusters logo oh, right. from the new movie. Yeah. At which point I said, I like this shirt. Boy, I spent a lot of money on it. It was a little um, expensive, a little pricey. A little expensive, a little pricey. But uh, yeah, no, I thought it was – but that's all of these – once it was explained, oh, they're for fun fairs. I'm like, that's exactly what the you know you can imagine, you know the 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 booths at the fair lined with all because it's all yeah. plush, right? All prizes are plush. All of these things hanging from the pegboard in the back of whatever you have to pop balloons or whatever the yeah. deal is that you have to. Yeah, I'm disappointed. I went to one with my I took my cousins to a. Uh, one outside a small a small amusement park outside of Calgary, Alberta, uh, and they the big thing this year was the emojis as oh, you know, yeah. plushy yeah. cushiony things. Those Ghostbusters emojis, my my emojis or whatever that uh, yeah they put me out emojis or my emojis, emojis or, yeah those in plush form would be oh, that's amazing. a good idea amazing. So somebody you know get on that or whatever. It's only a matter of time. It's only. I mean, they're making they're making and plush uh, tissue box holders. So I know, know the, the emojis can't be too far behind. Uh, but I, I, Japan merchant Japanese merchandise is like the Kate McKinnon of. <laughs> it's just like you're here in North America. You're like some names and Ghostbusters merch, and the guy sits up and goes, "Action figures! All right, Japan, what do you got?" And they're like, "Chopsticks!" And we're like, "A little on the nose." Okay, North America, what do you got? Uh, the proton pack, great. Japan, what do you got? Kleenex holder, what? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> but it's I I want one. I, it's the weirdest I know. thing. I haven't wanted a tissue box holder since I was four, five, when my grandma would like knit us uh, volcanoes with dinosaurs to put over top of the tissue boxes. It was like the, I, yeah. I wouldn't even think about something like that until I saw this and I was like, oh, yeah, I kind of want an ectomobile with my Kleenex in it. North America, what do you got? Uh, uh, little toys in, in slime. Good, oh, Japan. What do you- We've got Purell. Yeah, Look, you Purell. can sanitize your hands. <laughs> Japan, what do you got? Curry. What? <laughs> Who's? <laughs> what time is it? Yeah. Is is this actually the marketing team, or is this like the night janitor <laughs> just sitting in on the call? Who is this? Did we call Who the right this? number? Are you <laughs> sure this is the marketing team? Every every product is a surprise coming out of Japan. A delightful surprise. But and and that was the great thing about getting that box from Naoki was like just pulling stuff out, and you've got like okay, these are yeah uh, crab flavored Ghostbusters chips. What? All right, all right. Why not? Let's do this, man. <laughs> this goes all the way back, right? Because it was kind of like in '84. It was like we didn't really think on merch. North America, what do you got? Uh, T-shirts, great. Japan, what do you got? Ashtrays. Ashtrays. What? <laughs> Where Come on, you, it's easy. Uh, we just we thermally print on these ashtrays and we're done. It's no problem. Uh, once I get the den set up, the oh yes, the 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 bat cave of. Uh, Ghostbusters, the wall of Ghostbusters stuff. I will have my your uh, Japanese, my Japanese ashtray. ashtray there. Oh yeah, yes. yeah. Uh, well, yeah. hey, speaking of stuff that you have to display, didn't you get those Titan vinyls? Did that happen this week? I got one. I never made one. To the, I, I came into work and uh, a buddy had been to the shop and he gave me one, and I got the Ecto, which is good because I like. Uh, it means I can kind of hum and haw about whether I worry about getting the rest. You know what I mean? Yeah. The first one, it was a complete, it was a complete uh, enabling breakdown because I was kind of like, I really kind of want the the car, and uh, you know Slimer because I like I actually you know have collections of those, and then for the guys, I'm like, uh, once you get a couple, you're like, well, now I need all and of them. I need and then, all of them, ah, yeah. and I go through the whole thing, and I'm like, ah, crap, I got all of them now. This time, <laughs> uh, you know, I'd like a. I may try a couple more times, but I'm not as keen about getting the guys again, right? So I think I'm more relaxed. I get myself a nice, uh, I want a Janosch. Yeah, that's true. They have the Janosch. Janosch. Yeah. They got a, it's interesting because there's a Vigo, good one to get, and a Janosch, a good one to get. And both of them are a secret rarity, but we don't know what they are yet. And I'm really hoping that the secret Janosch is like possessed Yanosh with the like headlight eyes or whatever, something yeah, like that. Yeah. 
Ugh. But I don't know what Vigo would be. Maybe Are the... they all they're all blind bags though, right? Oh yeah, same as yeah. last time. Blind boxes. Blind boxes. Bag in a box. You really can't tell what it is. <sighs> don't even get to molest the get bag you. going. I think it's a terror dog. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's the car. I know it's the car. It doesn't that's feel... definitely the car. I feel the wheels. So that's yeah. actually Janos's uh, hair. Yeah. Thirteen bucks a pop, Canadian. So I don't know. Uh, you know, ten, eleven bucks down in the states. That's not uh, too bad. I feel like nah. that's that's pretty still. That's decent because they're they're a little bit bigger than the the Ecto Minis, right? They're sort of like an in between the yeah. pop vinyls and and the Ecto. Yeah, Minis. yeah, yeah. That's actually a good way of describing it. They're double the size of the Ecto Minis and. You know, double again to get to the uh, the Funko the pops Funko guys. Yeah, it. That... Um, I will recommend that people uh, find you know check their local comic shops to see if they're carrying them because a lot of comic shops. It's a good. It's a good way to like, uh, like a lot of them sometimes will take trades and stuff like that. Either the people there are collecting them. Or they know who the other people who are coming in and buying are. So if you've got doubles, you can kind of swap around with other people. Yeah, yeah. Save yourself having to, you know, spend too much money and, you know how it is. <laughs> and buy, save and that just cash. buying cases and cases of them cases in order to get your Yano's cases. figure. Yeah. Cases, yeah, exactly. All of so. the Titans. All of them. Yeah, they're very nice. They grew They grew on me. I wasn't too keen on them. And then they came out and I got to looking at them like, yeah, yeah. These, these are okay. I've, that's but, that's what uh, happened to me with the pop vinyls because Kelly, uh, she went out shopping with a friend and she ended up coming back with a a Holtzman and a, I think she gave me the Abbey pop vinyl and we saw them and I'm like, oh man, those are cool. But again, now I only have two of them and it kind of feels weird so I have to get the other two. And then once I did that, then I'm like, oh, but the Ray holding the trap, wearing the Ecto yeah. goggles, he's cool. And then it's it's a slippery slope. It's a really slippery slope. Yeah, but, exactly. So, uh, so well, yeah, I keep us posted on what you end up finding if you get your Janos. If anybody out there has one you want to trade with Chris, I'll accept offers. I only take 10% off the top. <laughs> yeah, well, let me let me dip my toe in. I may be talking uh, – what am I saying? I don't have extra cash. I just bought a house. I got- <laughs> just bought a house. And you just bought a, a new desk and yeah, yeah. yeah, not a lot of liquid income. But so does that mean that you will not be picking up pizza, Vankman, marshmallow, stay puffed and what's Slimer supposed to be? Have you seen these? The, the yeah, fun edible a, things? He's, yeah. He's a jello mold. Slimer. Oh, he's a jello mold. Yeah. Oh, I'm stupid. That makes sense. I, uh, I'm like, what is it? he's edible ectoplasm? I don't what how is he edible? He's just slimer. <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah, we talked about this before. It's like they're they're made of food. I'm like, uh point of order. One of them already is. He already uh, is. But uh yeah, I don't know about Pizza Venkman. I think I'll be okay without him. But like I said, I do have a slimer collection, I do have a stay puff collection. I may have to get those guys just to get them in the mix just there. to complete and they're different because last week we talked about how the um the playmobile stay puffed doesn't look all that different from other stay yeah. puffs. but at least this one he's like he's like a little marshmallow you know oh uh, yeah yeah and not not in the uh not in the ghostbusters the video game um sentient poop uh incur- incarnations <laughs> He he just looks like a normal marshmallow that's that's he's cool he's yeah, different he's adorable he's adorable yeah uh, all right. Well, and, and the Jello mold. Now, now I feel bad for. I'm like, I'm just stupid. I'm, <laughs> I, I feel bad about making fun of the Slimer because I'm like, so we've got Pizza Vankman, Marshmallow, Stay Puffed, and Slimer. I'm, I don't know what he's supposed to be, but yep. All right, Jello mold. There you go, Jello. Looks like a giant Jello mold. There's always room for Jello. Don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Go, go, go stoppers. I'm sorry. We'll do it again. We want to hear from you. Leave us a voicemail on our calling line at four seven zero two four two four seven four two. That's 4702 GBHQIC. We also have a Facebook page. You do? And Twitter accounts. Print is dead. No kidding. Just give me the address. Search Facebook for the Ghostbusters. Interdimensional crossword. On Twitter, look for Troy at Ghostbusters HQ and Chris at Proton Charger. I just want to get back close again. What the hell are you doing? If you like what you hear, please take a moment to give us a review on iTunes. Be sure to recommend us to your friends. That makes good sense. Don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professional. Once again, our call-in line is 4702-GBHQIC. That'll do it. Thanks very much, Ray.
Okay, so yeah, uh, not not a whole lot going on in the news, Chris. Uh, but we still we still managed to fill an hour as we always do, some way somehow. Yeah, because we just keep talking. And the funny part is, is and it's a good opportunity to encourage people to make sure you're following us on Facebook and Twitter and all that because we're kind of hitting the highlights even now and things have kind of died down because the movie and the, the Blu-rays are out there's still tons more going on like I know for a fact there's at least two other cons going on this weekend and I, I can't remember the, the names of the groups going to them at any given time uh, Zack Ryder tweeted that uh, no that he didn't um, another wrestler Emma she, she, oh, she, I, yeah, I don't. They, I don't. They did the void. They, they did the, the void. York, they went to yeah. Madame Tussauds, and because he's Zach Ryder's a big, uh, a big Ghostbuster fan, so he went. They loved it. Um, you know, and it, it's fun. I, I we'll post it on the social media, but uh, I think we covered it. It's kind of like, how do we talk about it? Ah, uh, we just did. So there we yeah, go. Uh, we there's can, so we much can stuff. rapid fire it, and that's about all that we can do. But so uh, much stuff going on. And we didn't talk about, I mean, we sort of touched on it, but all of the amazing Halloween costumes that we saw and, you know, Dan uh, was kind enough when he was on the show to uh, offer up some some comic books to some of the favorite ones. And we, we actually, we judged some of those. I don't know if he sent yeah. out the comic books or not. Maybe I don't we know. Need, we need to get Dan back on so he can announce the winners. But, uh, you know, there, there's little things like that. But if, you know, if you guys see stuff or if you're doing things, um, you know, keep, keep us posted. I'm actually... I'm finally working on my reboot proton pack. So if you guys want to hear me yak about uh, how many times I've cut myself sanding all of these 3D printed parts, uh, you know, and and I know all of you out there that are propers just laughed at that. Like you cut yourself sanding on 3D printed parts. Yes. Yes, I do. Okay. I'm <laughs> I'm not that coordinated with that kind of stuff, but it's, it's coming Safety along. Safety lights are for dudes. Safety lights are for dudes. Um, and, and there's great, I mean, people out there like Spongeface on the GB fans forum he's like developed these amazing 3D models now it's just it's such a different world building a prop uh, after you know putting together two scratch built props uh, of the original packs now I'm doing this and it's like oh I need that part uh, I bet Sponge, Spongeface put that on uh, Thingiverse yep there it is fantastic 30 bucks and it's on the way <laughs> like it's such a weird world that we live in now I know right like um there's a local uh, 3D printer that recently I've been dealing with, and yeah, I was doing the math. I was like, some of the trickier bits for a hundred bucks, you can get a whole handful of these bits and bobs that, you know, in really great detailed form. Yeah, just detailed, great quality. I mean, especially those like those sponge face uh, 3D printed uh, parts. Like, if I wrap a little bit of copper wire around them and and put the lights on them, they're gonna look exactly like the the prop, the hero prop that we've seen on the tours all over the place. So. Yep. Um, so you know we can we can talk about that too. I can keep keep you guys posted on my prop as if you care about that. I don't know. Um, but yeah, so we want to hear from you guys. Uh, we are we have interviews in the works um, next week. Uh, we are we're taking a week off. However, there will be an episode, and it will be in celebration of Mr. Held Ramis's birthday. So stay tuned to that. We have a really good episode. Uh, but yeah, we have interviews coming. We have a few really good guests that are lined up. It's just, you know, we're coming into the holidays where nobody wants to talk about stuff yet. And, uh, you know, people are going on vacations and it's tough to schedule stuff. And but that's 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 the world of podcasting because we're not paying people. Chris and I are totally getting paid. <laughs> like we have our Scrooge McDuck vaults and we just swim in those when we're we're feeling saucy. But uh, yeah, that's just how, how stuff works. So, uh, yeah, please, 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 uh, again, all these things that I keep begging you guys to interact with us, I'm I, I'm quite literally begging you because this is as much your show as it is ours. We want to hear from you guys. This is your voice. So uh, reach out to us. Um, all right. Well, uh, we've, we've been yammering again for another 10 minutes, but do you have other final thoughts, Chris, that you want to want to get in before we end the show here? Uh, two, I guess. Ooh. One right, is um, we're heading into December. uh should I revisit the gift guide like last year? Yes, absolutely. Okay. We need, we need our Ghostbusters QVC. That's right. <laughs> okay, I've got 14 more of these. <laughs> Item number 158. Funedible Slimers. I don't know what he's supposed to be. I don't know um, what he's supposed to be. That that would be me <laughs> if I was doing it. You're very articulate. You're a lot better at that. Than um, the other one is is it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas time movie commentaries. Like, what do we, we did yep. both movies last yep. year? 
We did both movies uh, last year. We did an impromptu uh, Ghostbusters Answer the Call extended yeah. cut. But that was, we're still getting to know this movie. And now we've watched all the bonus scenes. So I feel like I'm an expert. I feel like I could talk uh, actually about <laughs> stuff that's happening. Yeah. So the question is like, what we're going to do a couple more this year. What, what do we do? Uh, I think last year we hinted that we kind of had in mind that we'd revisit the first one again and again but we'd invite others to come join us yes which so uh, i think that's a good one and which the, I think the is question happening. yeah the question then is is do we pair it with a good one like do we do scrooged which i think would be a fantastic one yes maybe, or yes absolutely do you know what i mean like uh that's a great idea we'll do we'll do it's sort of like we did for halloween we'll do companion films but yeah uh, oh, but the best part is is we can keep it within the cast right like I'd li- I like to think that five years down the road, it's Christmas time and we do Ghostbusters 1 again and, I don't know, Dr. Detroit or something, you know? Like- <laughs> the, f- the famed Christmas movie, Dr. Detroit. Dr. Detroit. <laughs> uh, no, actually, uh, I guess Trading Places would be the Trading one Trading Places do. is a Christmas movie, Ugh, in so theory. So deal with that terrible blackface Jamaican that David uh, Detroit does oh, at the yeah. end. <laughs> It was a different, different time. Times. It, was it was a different, different time. time. Oh, God. <laughs> um, but, yeah, as a final thought, I think it might be another opportunity to ask people to, you know, what's a good uh, uh, ghost original? We'll stick to the originals for now. Uh, you know, the original crew. You know, what's a good Christmas movie? I'm kind of leaning towards Scrooge. And we may override you, but, you know, but voice your opinion. Like, what else is out there? That Yeah, Scrooge. Ernie Hudson did a Christmas movie at one point, didn't he? Did he? I feel like he did. Maybe it was a made-for-TV Christmas movie, though. The Hand That Rocks the Cradle? Not yes. a Christmas movie. Rebecca Dornay's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like. Was it... Uh, what was the other one? Uh, Space Hunter? Not a Christmas Space, movie. Space Hunter, not a Christmas movie. Congo, uh, not a Christmas movie. The Crow? Um, not the a Crow, Christmas movie. Vi- yeah, I mean, it's, it's Christmas. It's, Is it? It's Does a it have German a Christmas? Christmas. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, that's my final thoughts. Um, All right, yeah, uh, let's let's start that process now because it did it took a little while for the Halloween episode. So n- knowing that yeah. we're mid November, hit us with your uh, Christmas picks now so we can get that uh, get that moving. But yeah, I'll get I'll get the QVC uh, the GQVZ GBQVC QVC. We came up with something. It was like the home <laughs> GSN. Ghostbusters Shopping Network is that what we came GSN, up with? GBSN. I'll have to go back and listen to the last year. Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to but, revisit. Uh, that. I'll get working on that. Uh, new home, new setup. Uh, that'll be a little bit easier, and I'll yeah. try to get that uh, there early December, so you can do a little. Oh, when's Black Friday? Screw it, you're on your own for Black Friday. <laughs> but uh, for last minute shopping, the GBSN will be up and running, and then yeah, it, I, I guess people gotta let us know prior to mid December because we gotta record. Yeah, that we're gonna thing record them. A little secret, guys. We record them in advance so that we can actually yeah. enjoy the holidays with our families. Let We're you know not live. Secret. Yeah. So let us know well in advance so we can actually record them well in advance. But, uh, but yeah, uh, love, fun stuff. And uh, you know, again, uh, sort of bookending what we talked about at the episode, at the beginning of the episode. This is our escapism. I already feel immensely better just with this huge weight lifted off my shoulders, Chris, having just sat and talked about stuff like this for an hour with you. So, um, why? What happened? Again, nothing happened. Okay. No idea. But, uh, yeah, so, uh, everybody out there, be, be kind to each other. Uh, remember that we all love each other. We're all humans. We all have to fight the aliens someday. So, uh, just keep, keep it nice. Keep it civil. <laughs> like remember the kids' that we all book love says. Everybody poops. Everybody poops. Just keep that in mind. Uh, Actually, the funny part is that sounds less trite and more effective than everything else that I've heard. It's very true. It's very true. We're all the same. Hugs want to let love win. It's like, listen, everybody poops. Yep. You know what? Because it, it becomes with, it comes with this. It's actually very nuanced when you think about it. it on the one hand, it's like reminding everybody that we're the same, and it kind of has that that vague veneer of warning, which yep. your crap doesn't stink, or, or or you think your crap doesn't stink. Like, come on, yeah. get off your high horse. And and, and also, everybody we all do poops. shit that we're embarrassed by. <laughs> like we all just do stuff that like we don't talk about it, but that's, that's, right. that's just being human. Light a match and let's get down to business. Yeah, let's exactly. Work this Light out. a match and let's get the board game going again. So uh, <laughs> grab the Febreze and let's do this. 
Oh God! Have you seen that? Uh, uh, they sell it down here. I don't know if they sell do, it up there because it's so stupid. Light a match and grab the Febreze. No, that no, is no, a miniature no. flame. Highly flame. flammable. But there's like that poopy gun. <laughs> I don't know. The, the, we've just taken a turn. Anyway, guys. Uh, yes, uh, love, love each other. Be kind to each other. And uh, tune in next week. Same, same time, same channel. We're always here Monday mornings. Uh, we and we will be indefinitely. Uh, we're here for you guys. So. Until next week, for Chris and myself, we'll see you guys on the other side. Who you gonna call? We got Thanks for joining the Ghostbusters Interdimensional CrossRip. Visit us at ProtonCharging.com, GhostbustersHQ.net, and StillPlayingWithToys.net. Hey, you're gonna be one of my two favorite shows. You're kidding me. Oh, great. What was the other one? Bashmasters. Anything you're doing is bad. You truly scare me. I want you to know this. Don't look at me. I think these people are completely nuts. Next week, though, Hairless Pets. Weird. And I got a poop. Poop. <laughs> I like that we both went to poop immediately. <laughs>